Mulestein in the shotgun left. Alonalua is now going to go out left side. Here's the snap and a throw midfield. It's going to be intercepted. It's intercepted by Hawkins for the Bears. Unbelievable. Just two takes it up here for the Bears. Drives inside, goes up with the left, draws the foul from Emmanuel Akon. He's going to go to the line for a three-point play. Cal on the board, trailing two to five. Off the back iron, just soon grabs the rebound, throws it out to McNeil, throws it up to Matt Bradley. He's got the open three from top of the key, and it swishes in. And we have a tie ball game, 5-5. Five, five. Darius McNeil goes to the hole, isn't there. Justice Suing there to clean it up, goes up with the left, is able to score, and the foul. Three-point opportunity, ties the ball game up 7-7. Seven seven. Welcome in to Bear Talk here on 90.7 FM, KALX Berkeley, your Cal Sports Radio Network. Sam Wiseman with you here on this rainy Wednesday night from Berkeley, California. We have a great show lined up for you as we'll be talking all things Cal men's and women's basketball as both teams head into a Pac-12 conference weekend. Well, it's been a great week for Bay Area sports, perhaps not so much for Cal sports. Talked about this quite a bit yesterday in the podcast episode of Bear Talk, but uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about it today. The Cal women's team struggling have dropped Five of the last six games, and Viking Jones and the men's team have dropped five straight. It has not been a good showing for either squad in 2019, as the men's team doesn't even have a win in 2019 yet. The Cal Golden Bears men's team are what we're going to talk about first. We have a, an exclusive interview, an, ex, an excerpt rather, from that exclusive interview with head coach Lindsey Gottlieb of the Cal women's team coming up in just a couple of minutes. You'll be able to hear the whole uncut interview online but just a couple of minutes for you ahead of the Cal women's team hosting Washington State this coming Friday but first of all the men's team they're going to go to Washington they play Washington State tomorrow night then this weekend they will go to UW and boy it has been rough 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 in this 2019 year and in the 2018-19 season for the men's team thus far they have just a 312 winning percentage they've dropped five straight going all the way back to December 29th against Seattle their last win was against San Jose State the Cal Bears do not have a road conference win since 2017 since December 29th 2017 in that huge game for Justice suing against Stanford down on the farm they do not have a Pac-12 conference win since last February 3rd. So it's been 11 months since the Bears have been able to pick up a conference win. They've started off the conference season this year dropping four straight games to the Southern California schools and then to the Arizona schools here at home. And in fact, we heard a little bit of those games against the Arizona schools just now during the intro. Sid Nike on the call there against Arizona. Cal dropping on Saturday their fifth straight game to Arizona, 87 to 65 on Wednesday. It was 80 to 66, the final score. We heard about that last week on Bear Talk. But we just talk about the uh, the showing, which hasn't been great. The uh, the offense has not been doing well. The defense has given up either 80 points or above a 45 percent shooting percentage in each of their last seven games. That is uh, is not been the uh, the real problem though I wouldn't think the 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 offense has scored in their last two games 65 and 66 points they put up 83 against UCLA and in an incredibly fast-paced game in which they gave up 98 they ha- have not gotten more than 75 points in a game other than that UCLA matchup uh, dating back all the way to December 21st before the holidays and so 
The Cal men's team going to look to right the ship against Washington State and against Washington. Let's take a look at that Arizona game. Cal down by 22 points to the Wildcats, and they did not start out too hot. They went down early. They were able to tie the game a couple of times in the first half, but uh, they only led once by one point with just two and a half minutes gone in that one. Arizona led by as many as 26 heading down the home stretch at the end of the second half. Leaders for California Justice suing with 27 points. Although he was the only bear to crack double digits, Darius McNeil had nine points on three of ten shooting from beyond the arc. He only shot twice for two to Darius McNeil. But, man, you just look at the uh, on the Arizona side of things, four players breaking the ten-point mark. Brandon Williams, Chase Jeter was absolutely sensational, 23 points, nine rebounds. Brandon Randolph and Justin Coleman all had north of 12 points. Add that into Emmanuel Acott, who had six, and it just was too much for the Cal Bears to overcome. Outscore forty to twenty-eight in the opening period, and with the Bears shooting thirty-four percent to Arizona's fifty-six from the floor, the Bears dropped this one. They on the season now are a Pac-12 worst, zero and four in conference play. They are five and eleven overall. Washington State is the only other team in the Pac-12 with an zero and four. Pac-12 record. They do not have a Pac-12 win yet. As we look ahead to that matchup, this coming Thursday, tomorrow, January 17th, California heads to Washington State. They will go to Pullman for a game that will be televised on the Pac-12 networks. You will not be able to catch it here on Calex. We have the women's games lined up for you here this weekend, but the Washington State game at 7 p.m. Pacific time. Cal is not favored because it is a road game, although these two teams are probably the most evenly matched of any... Uh, uh, we'll say this is the most evenly matched matchup that Cal will see in the next month or two of Pac-12 conference play, because after this, you go on to the Mountain Schools, then you visit Stanford for a Sunday game at the beginning of February, and then you head on to Oregon, and that is not going to be an easy feat. Even Oregon State started out the conference season 3-0 and for the first time in a long time. And they were a team who we were talking about just last week, perhaps Cal finishing near the bottom of the Pac-12 with, but Cal currently sitting alone at the bottom of the standings. Washington State has the height advantage on the California Golden Bears, as per usual, the Cal Bears have been outscored in the paint by some pretty large margins this year. They, against Arizona, were outscored in the paint 42-22. to That kind of to be expected, but still jarring to see those kinds of numbers from California, especially because the, they were focusing so much on working down low in that area and just not able to get anything done. The Washington State squad has, uh, against Pac-12 competition done not too well. They've they've pretty much had the same season that Cal's had, same record in Pac-12 play. They they are seven and nine overall. They uh, have a positive rebounding margin, but a negative uh, score differential, which uh, is uh, almost like the Cal Golden Bears. Cal does have a negative scoring differential, but. Uh, both teams getting out-rebounded by quite a bit. Washington State does have that height advantage uh, down low. It's going to be a challenge for California. Cal leads the 
Uh, all-time series 80-50, to 50, but the last time Cal faced Washington State was on February 22nd. That was at Wazoo as Cal was leading with just 1.7 seconds left, uh, or rather tied with 1.7 seconds left. They ended up losing that one 78-76 last year on February 22nd. Justice Suing in that game had 25 points. Roman Davis had 15, and Juwan Harris-Dyson had 10 as Washington State has been playing a couple of opponents close. Not too impressive. They uh, lost by 18 to Utah their last time out four days ago on uh, Saturday. C.J. Ellaby, their top scorer there, he had 21 points. Isaiah Wade, 12.7 rebounds. Lead scorer overall is Robert Franks, but he is out. He's been out for the last four games with a hip contusion. Robert Franks is a, a top 10 in the Pac-12 with 22.1 points per game, but he's expected not to play against Cal tomorrow, so that is in Cal's favor. Although, again, Cal still not favored to come out on top in this Pac-12 conference matchup. They will then go on to play UW. Cal against UW, again, not going to be a matchup that favors California. Cal certainly hoping to get some momentum out of that uh, uh, Washington State game, but the physicality of the Golden Bears certainly being tested in the first few weeks of conference play. We saw Arizona run all over them down in the paint, and Washington State is going to attempt to do the same thing. Justice Suing, I think we can look to to have another good game. He came out with those 27 points the other day, and uh, one good player does not a team make, but Justice Suing definitely a bright spot here at the beginning of conference play, just as he was last year, now the sophomore Justice Suing. So that does it for our preview of Pac-12 men's play. We talked quite a bit about Pac-12 women's basketball yesterday on the podcast episode of Bear Talk. We'll give that a little bit of time here, and we'll hear from Cal head coach Lindsey Gottlieb coming up in just a couple of minutes. Once again, here on Bear Talk on 90.7 FM KALX Berkeley. Thank you for joining us as the women's team will host Wazoo this Friday morning at 11.30 a.m. Pacific time, the earliest start of any game for the women this year. We hope you'll join us either on CalEx at 90.7 FM, your only source for this Pac-12 Women's Conference game, or in person at Haas Pavilion as once again 11.30 a.m. tip-off, 11.25 a.m. coverage starts right here on CalEx Berkeley. It is the fifth annual Schoolhouse Haas game where uh, schools from around the Bay Area and teams from around the Bay Area in high school and middle school, and I believe a, a couple of younger kids, uh, trips of younger kids as well, will uh, come out to the game and help cheer on the Cal women's basketball team. Great event, Schoolhouse Haas game, with a focus this year on fire safety is the educational focus. So the Berkeley Fire Department and the Campus Fire Department will both be there. It's going to be a great time uh, with a ton of kids. Great attendance expected for that game this coming Friday. But let's take a quick look at this past week for the Cal women's squad as the Bears have dropped five of six in four of those five losses. They have either led or been tied in the final minute of regulation, had that emotional loss to UCLA. They went out last week and dropped back-to-back -back close games to ASU, who were ranked number 19 in the country, and they dropped a game to Arizona, just cases of really not being able to get stops down the line. The Bears, as always, coming out a little bit slow, but 
working their way back into it in both third quarters this past week. They outscored their opponents as they've done pretty much for the most part for the most part all year against Arizona Cal turned the ball over 18 times. They got only six takeaways. That negative 12 is the largest turnover differential in any Cal game this year. So that's clearly something that they worked on against Arizona State and something that they will work on this week against Arizona State. Cal dropped by just one point, 62 to 61, and Cal actually had a chance to come out on top in that game. They had a possession with 57 seconds left in a tie ball game, and they were unable to get a shot off. The score was then going to swing in Arizona State's favor. The Bears got the ball back with 4.6 seconds left, got the ball to Christina Nigue for a layup, and uh, she couldn't come through, unfortunately, a little bit of a tough break for the Cal Golden Bears. A little bit of contact, perhaps, in the the offing. But the Bears, once again, have started to contribute to an unwelcome pattern in Christina Nigue's and Asia Thomas's senior season. It's been a it's been talked about that this was perhaps the uh, the season to to go out and make a deep NCAA tournament run for this women's team, which is certainly true from our perspective, although dropping five of six is only going to get them, if they keep playing this way, well, uh, we'll say a bubble a, a bubble seed if we're, uh, we're being really optimistic here, but we, uh, we certainly hope that they will be able to pull it together this weekend against uh, Wazoo and UW. That game, once again, this Friday at 11.25 a.m. Pacific time. We have you covered there. We chatted the other day with Cal head coach Lindsey Gottlieb about the Arizona trip and about a couple of the challenges that Cal faced against Arizona and Arizona State. We'll have a couple of segments of that interview coming up for you in just one moment here as head coach Lindsey Gottlieb once again was good enough to join us ahead of Washington and Washington State. Finally, as we head into this weekend against the Washington schools, there's four games now who are against unranked teams, although that's not really a metric of you know the quality of play in the, in the conference. Yeah. But then you run up against four straight games with ranked teams, including the home-and-home home with Stanford. So, so do, are these four games here, are these more of a, a breather or a, a chance to really ramp up your your play or pace or quality of play as you go into those those four games next month yeah I would say there's no I really don't feel like there's any such thing as a breather in this league and certainly not in the position that we've put ourselves in right like if there's any chance for you know to have a home weekend against two unranked teams feel a certain way it's it's not now you know we, we feel you know the urgency to 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 act you know as if you know Washington State is the game in front of us that we need to win we haven't won a game you know two games in a row in a while you know so so there's an urgency on that then I would say the trip to the mountains is never easy. I don't care what the ranking is. You know, you're going to Colorado, you're going to Utah. It's not easy, and I do believe Utah will probably be ranked. You know, if they take care of business and beat Colorado this week, and other people lose, you know, they could they could be ranked. So, uh, we're looking at the, these four as a quadrant. That you know, it's a chance to change our narrative. It's a chance to take control of our you know uh, you know month of January, and that's that's what we need to do. That's how we see that. And then when you know, the Stanford and, and Oregon, you know, weeks back-to-back come on, you know, hope hope we're confident and in, in a good place at that point to take our shot against those teams. Yeah, the Cal women's team going to have a home-and-home against Stanford and then a trip to Oregon, which has been a death knell for several programs already 
this season. Oregon and Oregon State ranked number five and number 11 in the country as we speak, and that has been rough for the Southern California schools, and this week the uh, – I believe the Arizona schools are going to play Oregon, Oregon on the on the road this week. We'll get a check on that. So Oregon and Stanford down the line for California, but first Washington schools and the Mountain schools. That is what the Cal women have to look forward to. We hope you'll join us on Friday at 11.25 a.m. Pacific time. Coming up on Bear Talk, we will take a look at some other Cal sports. We hope that you will stay with us. Right on the other side of this break, keep it locked to 90.7 FM KALX Berkeley, your Cal Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to Bear Talk. Sam Wiseman with you as we talk all things Cal sports here on 90.7 FM KALX Berkeley. It's great to have you with us as we cut off our discussion just a little bit of men's and women's basketball because there's so many other Cal sports to get to. We almost never get a chance to talk about some of the non-revenue producing sports here on Bear Talk, but we're right in that stretch where baseball and softball are just around the corner uh, that's exciting. We're, we're going to have a little bit on them next week on Bear Talk as well. But uh, we're right after football ends. Not too much football news and just enough time to put a little bit of a spotlight on some of the other sports going on around the University of California with the spring term classes for most students starting up uh, just next week. The Cal women's team will host Stanford in women's gymnastics, number 12 California. Started out the season ranked number 8 nationally. They went on the road to LSU and uh, and lost to the number 4 team in the country. But the big meet is coming up against Stanford. That will take place on January 21st at 6 p.m. I believe they're, they're going to be airing that on the Pac-12 Network's next Monday night Cal women's gymnastics on Martin Luther King Day. Meanwhile, uh, the Cal men's rugby team, who have won a ridiculous amount of championships over the past few years, are currently in their preseason camp. Uh, that camp is going down the home stretch right now as the 15s are getting set to play at Witterfield. Their home opener, I believe, will be next month in February against. Well, we'll see. I don't believe they have BYU scheduled in the regular season this year. They will open up uh, their season in 2018-19 against UC Davis on January 26th. That is their home opener. Then they will face San Diego State before starting off a Pac-12, or rather, uh, starting off with a Pac-12 opponent in February. On February 9th, Arizona State comes to town, all those games at Witter Rugby Field, and of course the Cal men's rugby team 
pretty usually in the top 10 rankings nationally. Last year, they couldn't get it done and go all the way, but an absolute dynasty there in Cal rugby, just like the Cal water sports. Not too much water sport, not too, not too many water sports, should say, going on right now on uh, this part of the rainy season, although the Cal men's water polo team did make it pretty far into the Pac-12 tournament. They did not end up going to the NCAA tournament because Cal only got three bids to that tournament, and they went to UCLA, Stanford, and USC. Usually Cal, UCLA, Stanford, and USC, the top four water, water, men's water polo teams in the conference, but the conference with only three bids kind of rotates those out depending on who places the best in the Pac-12 tournament and the men's water polo team not doing too well in that tournament this year. But the Bears Athletics getting set for a great 2019 as we coming up will talk for the last few minutes of Bear Talk about the future of Cal Athletics and the major report that is slated to come out sometime in March from the Cal Athletics Department that will contain the entire long-term plan for this Cal Athletics Department from Director Jim Knowlton and company. That coming up next right here on Bear Talk on 90.7 FM, KALX Berkeley, your Cal Sports Radio Network. It was early morning yesterday. I was up before the dawn. And I really have enjoyed my stay. But I must be moving on Like a king without a castle Like a queen without a throne I'm an early morning lover And I must be moving on Now I believe in what you say Is the undisputed truth But I have to have things my own way Welcome back into Bear Talk here from 90.7 FM KALX Berkeley here in Berkeley, California. My name is Sam Wiseman. As we get set to wrap up Bear Talk on this Wednesday night, it's great to have you with us. QBX is next, so be sure to stay tuned for that at 90.7 FM on your dial. KALX, of course, also streaming worldwide on the TuneIn app and at kalex.berkeley.edu. Let's look ahead to 2019 as with the Cal Athletics Intercollegiate Athletics Review that came out last year. There were a lot of unanswered questions. Those questions are set to be answered this year by a report that will outline the long-term future of Cal Athletics reaching into 2020 and beyond. And 2020 set to be a landmark year for this Cal Athletics program. Cal Sponsors 30 varsity sports, which is more than any other public school in the conference. A 30-sport program has been a big burden on the athletics department for a 
quite a while, and in turn, the athletics department has burdened the main campus for quite some time. And nothing really illustrates that more than the budget shortfalls that have really encapsulated the relationship, I think, between the athletics department and the campus for the past several years, uh, or more than several years, for uh, at least reaching back into the uh, the late 2000s. There have been a series of reports that have come out outlining potential changes. It's been 10 years since that first report in 2008, but uh, there hasn't been too much change overall. The Cal Athletics Department had to receive in fiscal year 17 a $16.9 million bailout, in essence, from the campus to pay down the difference between their revenues and their deficits. The uh, ma- the major part of that $16.9 million shortfall came from debt service to the Cal Memorial Stadium debt project with 54% of that debt taken on last year by the campus, the debt service payments have gone down to about $9 million a year from about $18 million a year. But still, as of last year, the projected shortfall for fiscal year 18 was $9 million uh, from the athletics department that would have to be transferred from the campus to the athletics department at the end of the year. Those budget documents have not been made public yet. They are expected to be made public sometime soon. As we talk about that Collegiate Sports Associate report that came out last year that's leading into this long-term report about the future of Cal Athletics this year, a couple of questions that we expect are going to be answered by Jim Knowlton and by the Athletics Department are, number one, I think most importantly, is as far as the administrative uh, part of Cal Athletics goes, aside from the budget shortfall, is the move from prong three to prong one of Title IX compliance uh, for the Cal School Athletics teams basically just means that Cal, instead of having a set amount of men's sports and a set amount of women's sports, where the women's sports will be incremented by one or two, depending on uh, certain petitions and certain criteria by students for certain sports to exist at a varsity level, the Cal campus is going to move to an approach where instead of having Women's sports, where they can have, you can add women's sports if you if they're requested. The sports will be allotted based on a proportional representation of gender here on campus. So, fifty four percent say uh, women on campus. There's a fifty four percent number of women's athletic scholarships, and that's prong one. And that's what the school is moving to. It is a logistical challenge. There's uh, in c- coming out this year. They're gonna. In this report, there's going to be an outline of how exactly that will work, how much money it will save the campus, because it will hopefully save the campus quite a bit of money, as well as land use provisions for Edwards Stadium, for Levine Fricky Field, the softball stadium up above uh, Cal Memorial Stadium. Both those locations are set to be, we'll say, I won't say demolished, but definitely changed in, in some way. The Cal softball field was remodeled just last year, but they're looking to move to a new location, and Edwards Stadium may be changed into student housing just on the western side of campus. takes up a huge footprint, but is very rarely used. It's used for track and field events as well as soccer. So they're going to outline what will happen to the Edwards Stadium area. The current uh, thought is that it'll turn into student housing and perhaps some uh, lower-income housing is the campus is trying to do with People's Park. The, uh, of course, big protest yesterday at People's Park with the, the campus trying to cut down a, a couple of 
trees in People's Park, but Edwards Stadium, squarely on campus property, not going to be a huge dispute about that, but the campus going to try to maximize that revenue from Edwards Stadium. Other things that are supposed to come out in this report, the Cal Bears uh, budget shortfall has to be closed by 2020 as part of a campus-wide mandate from Chancellor Carol Chris that every every department balance its budget by fiscal year 2020, which in fact will begin in the middle of 2019. It hasn't looked too good, at least for the football program, as we take a look at the sport-by-sport breakdowns of uh, uh, men's, women's, basketball, football, and then all other sports. Football, of course, not only outstrips every revenue from every other sport, almost combined, not quite, but football outstrips the uh, the money lost by the Cal Athletics program just because of those debt service payments. And once again, we have yet to see how the reduced debt service payments uh, will impact that fiscal year 18 budget shortfall. So all that coming out in a report slated for this March, this April, perhaps as early as this February from Jim Knowlton and company. We're looking forward to that very much as that will be the future of Cal Athletics in 2019. That long-term strategic plan will be really what most of the year is focused on for the main hub of the athletics department. So that's our look ahead for Cal Athletics in 2019. The Cal men's and women's basketball teams going to play the Washington teams, UW and Wazoo, coming to town for the women's teams at Haas Pavilion this Friday and this Sunday. You can catch both of those games right here on 90.7 FM KALX Berkeley and only right here on KALX Berkeley. This will be your only source for Cal women's basketball this weekend because those games will not be televised. So at 11.30 a.m. on Friday Pacific time, there will be tip-off in the Wazoo game. Our coverage tips off at 11.25 a.m. Pacific. I'll be with you from Haas Pavilion on Sunday. It'll be Ryan Zimmerman and Shavit Karen with you at 2 p.m. UW comes to town. Our coverage tips off then at 1.55 p.m. Pacific time. We hope You'll join us then. We hope you'll join us every week on Bear Talk from 9 to 9.30 p.m. Bear Talk now available in podcast form at anchor.fm slash bear talk, anchor.fm slash bear talk. We heard a little bit from Cal coach Lindsey Gottlieb in today's segment, but you can hear the entire uncut interview with Cal women's basketball head coach Lindsey Gottlieb online at anchor.fm slash bear talk in Bear Talk episode four. And as always, from 9 to 9.30 p.m. right here on CalX Berkeley, this has been your edition of Bear Talk. My name is Sam Wiseman. Until Friday at 11.25 a.m. Pacific time, it's been great having you with us. QBX is next. Stay tuned to 90.7 FM KALX Berkeley, your Cal Sports Radio Network.